Welcome to the Slam Radio Podcast, featuring Good Morning Amigo. Good morning, Amigo. Good morning, sunshine. Good morning to all. 23rd day of July, 2020. You're listening. Sirius XM 145. You got it. Slam Radio. And the most dynamic, diverse, crazy-ass show in the country. Good morning, Ding Dong. I'm sorry. Good morning, Amigo. What's up, Frank? What's up? What's up? What's up? You forgot to turn on your mic this morning? Uh, no, I'm just rolling back and forth here in the studio like I always do. Yeah, you're doing several things at once. How strange. Any new shows to announce? Because that's all, that's all we're doing lately is just incorporating our airwaves with true content. And our kids are becoming producers now before our very eyes. You might as well get to whatever you're going to get to, brother, because you're, you're, you've flooded my email. Well, we're done. I mean, we're almost done. I have a few more meetings to get to. There is a ceiling to this benevolence, I must say. But Robin Hood is doling out some stuff and making Slam Radio sound interestingly diverse. Legit, we've always been since day one. Day one. See what I'm saying. Yeah, I, I missed the studio, too. One of our students hopping on my live at Larry the Amigo on Instagram. I think we have two of our five listeners on the on the gram, so I, they're hearing me in stereo for some reason or other. Or maybe they're not, they decided not to. Yes, I, I don't miss the studio because I'm hearing that. I miss the people who used to be in the studio. That makes a little bit of more sense if you, if you know what I'm saying. All the sense in the world to me. Sports! One, three, three! We're back. I'm whole again. Oh, oh, I feel so good. Baseball, 7 p.m. I have a date tonight. <laughs> I sent my wife a calendar invite. With a sandwich on my couch, wearing whatever the hell I want. Now, I don't want to draw an image of a, of a birthday-suited amigo because I don't watch my Yankee games that way. But there'll be some form of pinstripes on me. Maybe I will, I don't know if I'll socially distance in my house, but maybe I'll just have to mask up, if you know what I mean. Because this is the opening day in July. This is the first and only time this will ever happen. <laughs> opening day in July. Opening day in July. Fresh cut grass. No, man. It's spring me spring. We're in the total... Sweltering heat of summer. Yankees rock. You're darn right. That is. Oh, I have to put it sideways here because my my inexpensive stand, Frank. I found its flaw. So if you stand it up correctly, the the microphone is covered and you really can't hear the person. It becomes very muffled. It's tough to hear. So if you put it this way, you can hear my beautiful voice. Says nobody. It doesn't necessarily sound that muffled with that type of mask because that's like the more well, breathable the, the, mask. I'm not even talking about the mask. I'm talking about this little stand here that if I go like this, you don't hear me anymore live. I mean, you hear me on the microphone. That's all good. Shout out. Uh, oh, that's our friend Leslie. There you go. One of our loyal listeners from uh, Central Florida. Thank you for tuning in and chiming in. Baseball's back, Frank. Baseball's back. Did you see our heat with all the fans going crazy, bro? Now, that's up. You see why you shouldn't be down on basketball, Frank? You see what I mean? They got it right. Now baseball is starting to put the cutouts 
which are serving a purpose, incredibly enough. Where did they get those fans? Because in the middle of a pandemic, it's kind of awkward that all those fans got together just to cheer. You, you, you obviously know that was a, done way before. Like those fans had like no soul whatsoever because like they're like cheering for like they have no. They're idea like the fans in video games. They right? have no idea what they're cheering for. That's kind of what it felt like. It was like the fans in the video games. It's like Shang Tsung went to their home and just sucked their soul out of their body. <laughs> Like lifeless, like all of a sudden it's just a video and it's like a, a fan blown up, which is like nine times the size of a player. Perhaps. Great, it was cool. We saw basketball. It was fun. Heat were draining threes. He were playing great. They play, play like if they didn't miss a day at all. Yeah, that was kind of weird. But it just looked like a giant. It looked like an all star game on steroids. Like with all this, all these TV screens and stuff like that. I'm guessing the Heat were the home team, because there were just Heat logos everywhere. I guess. And the, and, the, and the generic fans look like if they were wearing heat jerseys. Now, I wonder if they have fans for each team or if those are just, like, generic fans that they generated and they're just going to change the jerseys. I, I wouldn't be able to tell you. You know, it, it isn't that deep for me. As long as I see them in the background, I'm good. It's watchable again. I don't need to see those fans. It's watchable. For the game. I don't need to see those fans. In order it's watchable. To it's definitely watchable. Absolutely. Absolutely. Are you one of those people? Like you, you need no. people having a good time in order for you to have it's a good fun time? It's fun to watch a game and watch people watch a game. It's fun. Fun. I don't need to see other people funner. fun in order for me to have fun. It's funner. <laughs> she killed it yesterday, huh? Yeah, she did. Told her. I told you, Lauren. <laughs> <laughs> Our friend from the Asterisk Tour is coming on. I want to ask him about this. Uh, our new discovery, MLB Umps. But it's not gaining any traction, which proves nobody listens to us. <laughs> <laughs> but they, uh, so I haven't seen any. Have you seen any, any lately tweets from... From our beloved uh, new parody, favorite parody account? Um, yeah, actually, I saw a couple. I, since, since yesterday we left the show, there's been a few, actually, like six or so. Really? Yeah. All right, so I'm going to look it up because I, I didn't have time for that. You know, So it comes right up here. So maybe, let's see. MLB umps. This account goes in, though, boy. I'm telling you. Well, how? How? Okay, ready. Everything is revolving around the garbage can. Even there's even a there's even a clip that I guess the ESPN put out yesterday of a of a minor league player arguing with an umpire, gets ejected from the game, and then comes back with a garbage can, puts it in place, and then says, "There, there's your replacement." <laughs> Why am I having such a hard time doing this? I'm really. It doesn't want me to find this. Another retweet of. Uh, uh, Bregman and and Jose Altuve getting plunked. Oh really? Hey, look at that! We got a shout out. Did we? Yeah, we got. So apparently, apparently, news went back to them that they, we were talking about them on the show. Yeah, I think I said that yesterday. They tweeted, "We've been blowing calls since 1903." No, <laughs> we've been blowing calls since. Are you serious? Dead ass. I may have retweeted another. Yeah, I think I did. Dead ass. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Just let that one sit right there. Oh, this one's fantastic. So SportsCenter posted something, I guess, a couple days ago. Royals pitcher George Lopez hits Altuve and Alex Bregman on consecutive at-bats. This, this, this account goes, pitcher should be able to access the inside part of the plate. No warning. <laughs> no banging on the can, no tipping of the pitch, no warning. Oh, gosh. 
That's fantastic. All right, I invite you to check them out at MLB Umps. Um, I hope Twitter doesn't get stupid with that account because this has promise. It just doesn't have followers. Interesting. <laughs> so our friends from Asterisk Tour will... Uh, how did you find these guys? Did the Asterix Tour like um, retweet them or something and you ran into them? No, they retweeted something from Asterix Tour and I saw it. I think it was something we were on and then I went, what the hell is this? Hmm. Did you hear Antonio Brown has apparently retired or not retired or what the hell is up with him? He retired, right? I don't ask, I, I don't necessarily listen to anything that Antonio Brown says because I don't believe anything that happens anymore. It's like it's it's a hundred percent along the lines of the story of the boy that cried wolf. You don't know what he wants anymore. One day he retires, all of a sudden he's he retired, and then, and then comes back and he's like, "I'm ready to go." Yesterday, like, oh, but you haven't been working out. Oh, I've been working out this entire time. So yesterday at 11 p.m., this comes out from Bleacher Report. Apparently, it's a post on IG demanding clarity from the NFL and a deadline on his investigation. I have complied with each and every ask of your investigations throughout the past 11 months. You have had access to all of my phones. You know what the deal is in each and every situation that the media has distorted. I've been seeing the therapist you asked me to. I've worked on all aspects of my life this past year and I've become a better man because of it. The fact that you refuse to provide a deadline and the reason for the fact you won't resolve your investigations is completely unacceptable. I demand you provide me clarity on the situation immediately if you really care about my well-being. My legal team continues to ask, and you provide no answers. How is it that the league can just drag its feet on any investigation it chooses on players, and we just have to sit there in limbo? Need an update so I can talk to these teams properly. They're waiting on you. NFL, let's get this thing moving. We've got history to make. Huh? Do you think he purposely put the pun there of drag my feet or drag its feet? He's a wide receiver. Or maybe. Except he put an apostrophe between the T and the S, and it's an it's with an apostrophe at the end of the S. So who am I to? Uh, sorry, vocabulary. I mean, who am I to, to be? It's cool. Vocabulary. So what does he want then? So he wants to play. I mean, in theory, he does deserve an answer. You don't think? I think he deserves an answer. I think they are stalling a little bit because they want they don't want him to come back. Then again, like what team is necessarily going to give him an opportunity? Ah, the Bucks may. Look how he was playing with Tom Brady when he was playing for a whole day. Uh, played for one day, but then again, it was the Dolphins he was playing. Let's not forget that. Come on, man. You can't make that joke anymore. It's, it's my team. I can joke about them. We're talking about Antonio Brown actually balling, and he balled out against the Dolphins. He just, Belichick just couldn't deal with that crap. That's why he ended up leaving. I'm sure there was a lot of stuff that happened behind closed doors that we didn't hear about. Between that relationship, at least. Because you know Tom Brady would have wanted him to stick around. Hey, I wanted to ask you a question. I forgot to ask you yesterday. Do, do you have compassion and empathy? Uh, yeah, overall, yeah. I hope. Did I do something wrong that you're questioning So, me? so if, 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 if an attractive woman asked you to have compassion and empathy, would you do so? Um, is my wife listening? Well, I mean, I'm not saying in a bad way. Oh, then you yes. know how the law of attraction is. I feel about that. I'm very candid about then that. Yes. I think, I, I think there's an advantage when you're an attractive human being. Like, if you're an attractive dude, you're going to win against me. Correct. Because I'm not ugly, but I'm not as handsome as you are, right? So if you walk into, you're 6'3", and you're gorgeous, and, and I'm 5'0", and 
and I'm funny and I'm witty and I'm kind of cute, but you know, I don't have a prayer in that room. I'm not talking about picking up chicks. I'm talking about a lot of times the command of the room comes from the person, not the best looking person, but the most attractive person. And that comes with personality and everything else. So when I say an attractive lady, it could be anything. Let's say, let's, let's say it's Jen for the sake of this argument because it doesn't really matter who the girl is. So let's keep it safe and copacetic. Let's say it's Jen. She asked you to have compassion and empathy. Would you? Yes. She asked you to have compassion and empathy for Kanye West. Would you? Oh, um, I'd question it, but I'd ask her what her angle was. Well, Kanye's wife, Kim Kardashian West, asks for compassion and empathy for Kanye. She made a statement yesterday. Um, bringing up stuff about mental health. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. I don't want to downplay anything, dude. You know that I'm pretty open-minded, and I do understand mental health issues. Kanye West, ironically, after all that nonsense, dropped a playlist for something that he's selling again. Like, I'm not, I'm not buying this baloney. I'm not buying it either. That's why I'm in my BS stance. So, like, if I sound far away from the mic, it's because I'm leaning back in my chair with my hand on my chin. Seeing where your BS meter is finally going to go off. So I'm I can not be like, getting why. I'm not getting why we go through this. Why this happens. Confuses me a little bit. You know what I mean? A little bit. And I don't buy the. I don't buy the the mental stuff, especially after you go on your rant and then you drop a playlist for a brand new CD that's going to be dropping in. I don't know when because I don't follow Kanye West and I've taught, to be honest, I don't care about his music anymore. But if you're doing all that, it's because you're driving all this attention towards your Twitter and towards your and towards your rant. So then you can drop the bomb of, oh, there. By the way, this is my playlist. So then all of a sudden, it's it's better than advertising because you just pretty much made a, what is it, eight million followers or thirty million followers that he has aware of this album, and now more than that find out because the media goes on about his rant, and then they start discussing this. So now even more people are interested now and are going to look to see if his album, if they want to hear the album. It's all strategy. That's why I don't buy it. It's all strategy. It's all strategy. It's always been all strategy with him. Is he a little bit off his rocker? We look at him, we're like, yeah, okay, he's, I get it. But then again, he's a celebrity, and he's put himself in that position. And celebrities usually change when they have money and fame and power like that. I mean, look what kind of power we had. We talked about it a couple of days on the show. We were held hostage in a classroom in our own school at our own job for you three hours. You know that I resent that, that that happened that day. That's always pissed me off that that went down because of him. I should have just walked out the door, going to the third, second floor. No, no, and just car, left. Right I just, just left. left. Thing is, we had, I had the kids. I had all the students and whatever. And they did sell him that he was going to come talk to them. Remember? Yeah. Kept us there for surprise. And, and, and that never formulated. I think everybody involved learned a lesson. Like, mm -hmm. when they do these things now, this is not how they approach them anymore. Um, since those days, you know, we've done big. We are the big stage group here at Slam. We are not afraid of an audience. Um, and they finally figured it out. And no offense to any club in the school or, or student government or student count or whatever. Whatever. I don't care. All power. We will help them. We unite. We are all one. But at the end of the day, my monsters are used to this. You shine lights on them and they become bigger and better. Yes. They're built for that stuff. Yes. We come back from break.
I'm in shock still that we're going to be talking sports again and again and again. Hey, how you doing? Yeah, it's cool. It's cool. But when we come back from break, I I'm going to take just a minute or two away from sports, if that's okay with you, Frank. No. You're not. No. Oh, you're going to go to that already? Morning. I'm just. I'm just. I'm not going to that already. Just letting you know that I got my eye on you, buddy. Well, do what you got to do, but I don't think it's gonna. I mean, if you go there, you you and me are gonna have words because I don't think I'm doing anything bad by Bro. by what I'm gonna do when we come back from break. I don't think there's anything bad about there. You know, I give you your leeway, so we'll see. Did you know that Lamar Odom? Is engaged to be married. Did you know that? To a bag of Skittles? No. I don't know who she is, but she's not ugly. I'm surprised. Uh, Attractive than Chloe? No, but she's not ugly. Oh, then... Uh. Remember, man, he's had some issues. He's not like the most eligible bachelor. Just saying. I don't necessarily find <laughs> Chloe attractive, so. Oh, dear God. Anyway. Yeah, when we come back from break, I, we're going to deviate a little from the norm. But I don't think you have to have your hand on any button, any finger on any button. I don't think you have to be button. I don't think you have to be button conscious or... Or, or, or what's the word I'm looking for? Button paranoid. There, that's the word I'm looking for. I think you can keep it cool. We're going to deviate from the norm. We're going to talk a little something, and then we'll just jump back into sports. Is that cool with you? Sounds like a plan, Stan. Great. Fantastic, then. On the other side, we'll do that and so much more. <laughs> Good morning, amigo. Is at you till 11 in the morning. Right here on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. Slam Radio, Sirius XM Channel 145. Hey there, this is Lakina, and I am here with my teammates, the Kansas City Chiefs cheerleaders, and you are listening to Slam Radio. Woo! Go! We're taking off. Welcome aboard. Now. Back to What's-His-Face. You are listening to Good Morning Amigo on Sirius XM 145. So we're back. scared yet, Frank? No, I'm good. You're concerned? Nope. You seem, you sound concerned. I'm just, um, I'm a little apprehensive. And why would that be? Just because I don't know what direction you're going. You didn't necessarily talk to me about it. So I never know. All right, well. It's the beauty of working with you. 
Yeah, well, sometimes I throw you a curveball. So I said I wasn't going to talk for these few minutes about sports, and I was right. Because what I want to touch on is, dude, we live in a very, very peculiar world right now. And I can only hope that it gets back to normal at some point. I mean, understanding that we have to wear masks, understanding that people have lost their jobs, understanding that business is not as usual and may not be till after this election. Um, why am I concerned? Why do I want to know at any level that Demi Lovato is engaged with some dude named Max Erich or Eric? I always ask myself the same question. So I get in a normal world, I do not give a ratatouille's ass about who Demi Lovato is shacking up with now. When Demi Lovato's having a meltdown, we got to hear about it. When she comes out with a number one hit, we got to hear about it. Man, like, is it me? Or are you just living a little too much in the public eye for someone that might need some privacy based on where life has taken things for her up till now? I'm not even intimating anything negative. She suffered a loss. She's had some issues that are well-documented. But I have to see her on the beach making out with some dude and a rock that looks bigger than a Super Bowl ring. It's ersatz, not the ring. This staged picture. I've never felt so unconditionally loved by someone in my life. I'm ecstatic to start a family and life with you. I love you forever, my baby. So I'm the least judgmental person in the world, Frank. Based on life, the way it is today, why do I need to know about this? Do you have any? It seems like it seems like she may want some sort of, um, I guess, feedback or some praise or something like that. So, hey, congratulations, congratulations. I don't know. It sounds like it's like attention grabbing. So here's my question. Where is Demi Lovato living these days? I have no clue. I got to look that up. Could you do that for me while I continue on my point? Go, go for it. All right. So my point is relatively simple. Um, this story broke within the last hour. More or less 6.30. She posted this picture at Somewhere after midnight, maybe around one in the morning. So the press releases of sorts, by the way, liked by your wife already. Hmm. I'm sure she's not going to like my position on this. Probably not. Um, <laughs> Melandia liked this. By the way, one of our former students, former basketball players. 
why? Oh, God, I must be in the minority because I'm looking here. And apparently, you know, 61,000 comments. Not likes, comments. <laughs> so she currently has a house for sale in Hollywood Hills. So it was 9 o'clock, more or less, 9 or 10 o'clock where she was at when she posted this. And then the news comes in at 6.30 in the morning, Eastern time. Figuring, oh, yeah, you know, everybody was asleep when she posted this. So let's, like, re-release it so that the world finds out about it. And the news came out an hour ago, unless you were a Demi Lovato fan and you saw it. Now, I love that things are going great for her. We love comeback stories. And I don't mean to be crude. A woman who almost lost her life a couple of years ago. But it was due to a drug overdose. I'm very happy to see her life in her eyes and her heart has rebounded. But what... I, I think we've seen this up and down before. Is it because she's someone who puts together some pretty good music and we become scintillated by them? Because if this happened to you, Frank, nobody would care. You see what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm not, yes, I'm, I'm, I'm bashing a little bit. I just, I don't know the need to re-release it in a store. Like, maybe it's not her. Maybe it's the, everybody picked it up and the East Coast wanted to come out early in the morning so that the talk shows like mine would bring this up. Or better talk shows than mine, for sure. But at the end of the day, um, I hope Jen loves you this much. Right? Yeah. I can only hope Zuli loves me that much. I mean, 21 years, right? I... Maybe I'm just more pragmatic. Maybe I'm just an old fart that sees this and thinks this is more than it needs to be. So I have friends that have kids that have these engagement posts. They're a thousand times more subtle than this. Isn't that like a private thing? And then you make the announcement in the nicest of way. I just, I don't know, man. Look, if it's, it's, it's a comeback story, right? So I have to be careful. I get it. But if it broke an hour ago, all right, it's because it was strategically placed early in the morning. So then all the big time she shows, Good Morning America and a Good Morning Amigo Bingo. Bingo. and no, the Today Show. Let's keep it real. Like, you know, no, like, you know what I'm show. trying to say, though. Like, Today Show. Shows. Everybody is going to talk about this. Elvis. So all of a sudden, the entire day turns into Demi Lovato Day. But think about it. 9 p.m. You still have a West Coast captive audience in the evening getting the news. And then while we sleep, the news travels east, and we wake up to this news. It's strategic as hell. You're damn right it is. That's the same thing with Kanye. Because what happens is if you do it the other way, the East Coast gets it, and when the West Coast wakes up, they're late to the party. So she took advantage, you know, did it the other way around. Again. Well, especially her being in the West Coast. Congratulations, Demi Lovato, on finding love. Everybody deserves to find love. And I'm sure that, you know... Max is a four-time Emmy-nominated actor. I'm trying to see who he is. I don't recognize him. But he must be good. He has 1.4 million followers. If Catherine Fuentes were here, she'd be screaming at us because she knows exactly who he is. TV series American Princess apparently is, you know, he was in a Netflix film, Walk, Ride, Rodeo. 
whatever. The guy's got it together. He's a handsome dude. More power to her. Bueller. Bueller. I applaud the comeback and then some. So it's just, couldn't it be more subtle? I, I mean, I would. When I got engaged, I just kind of put a quick post. Yeah, but we don't sell albums. On, you you know? don't sell albums. Right, but I mean, it's, it's, it's because it's not personal to well, them. Nobody right. sells albums. But, but, but it's not I mean. personal to them. It's not, it's not about being personal to them. Then it's about, oh, let, I want everybody else to know. It's not, it's not, it, it, it takes away the, I guess, the romanticness of it. You know what I mean? Because it's not about us anymore. So, so, so how angry would Jen be if I wanted to know her opinion? I want to know why she liked it. There, I said it. I mean, I can text her on the side. Oh, she won't come on the show. I, don't know, I can find out if she would, but I think you're catching it at a bad time. Maybe later on the show she uh, would. No, no, no. This is her, this is her transfer mind. time. Never mind. Never mind. We're all good. No need to, uh, I don't need a sty. We're good. <laughs> Remember how I feel about styes. No chance. We're good. That, it's always, I'm always careful because, you, you know, it, God forbid she's ever with child unknowingly, I do something. I'm still susceptible to the sty. So I just play it safe with Jen is in a safe harbor right now with me. I, I won't have a field day with her. I'll just, since, since the wifey's not fertile, I'll make fun of mine. Maybe we... Oh God, I wake her up at 7.41. She's not going to be happy. <laughs> Did you think I'd give her rats behind about? She won't say her rats. She'll give her shh. Eh, about. Eh, whatever. All right. Pivot. Pivot is right. Moving along. So happy for you, Demi. I just, I sort of don't care. And I digged you more than five minutes. Did you have to hit the button? You see, that wasn't sports related. And to be honest, I think Jen just kind of liked it just because that's what Jen does. She just scrolls up and she just likes and keeps going. Weren't you liking on Instagram? Yes, sir. Yeah, I, th I think it was like an empty like kind of. She was like, oh, cool. Keep, keep, keep going. I'll make note of that. If I have to speak for my wife, I, I kind of think that if it changes today, it'll come up in conversation. Obviously, honey, we spoke about you on the show and this and this and this happened, blah, 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 blah. Don't you dare say I was ragging on her or anything. Don't lie to her. No, I'm not going to tell her you're ragging on her. I'm going to say what her why she liked the post. And let her answer, and then once she answers, I'll, I'll explain what happened. So getting back to sports, is it me or some of these ladies that fight in the MMA have become incredibly attractive? There's a few that aren't attractive, yes. No, aren't or are? They are attractive. A few. Some are not so much. Yeah. I, I dare you to take a peek at a young lady named Paige Van Zant. And you tell me if you think that she could kick your ass. Like, I unfortunately think that men at a certain age would say that she could kick your ass in another way. And I don't mean to be misogynistic by it, but she is. Wow. She is unbelievably attractive. She's very married, so I don't mean any harm by what I'm saying, other than the fact that she's literally a 9.975. She is a stunning woman. God bless her. She's 5'9", you said? I don't know. I didn't say how. Oh, I thought, what was it? She's a 9.95. Yeah, yeah, she's almost a 10. She's got a six-pack. She can kick your ass. Um, yeah, she's pretty bad, bro. My goodness. Yeah, it's unreal how bad she is. Um, God bless her. So I bet you, and, and she's got two and a half billion followers and whatnot. I'm looking at her Instagram. I don't see anything announcing any marriages. I don't see any long, drawn-out. Post. I see her working out. I see it about her. He's in some of the videos because he's in the MMA world as well. Some of her fights. I guess she fought recently on the 11th. 
in Abu Dhabi. Was that on the card where this guy fought as well? I wonder if she won or not. Was that that? Yeah, it was that day. Yeah, she looked. She didn't even post whether she won or not. I mean, she probably got her ass kicked. Who knows? Because if she won, it's that. But it maybe not. Hold on, uh, I'm an idiot because I'm still. I didn't see her fight. If I would have seen her fight, I would have. It would have. Well, no, it. She got ready to fight. Well, she submitted wrong. Congrats to Amanda. Yeah, it so was an honor. It. She lost. She lost to this girl. But she's a. Oh, I remember this girl. Okay. And she absolutely what a what a what a true sports woman she is. She loses on the 11th. She posts that day, congrats to Amanda on such an amazing performance. It was truly an honor to share the octagon with you. As for me, I will rise up as I always do. Can't wait to see where God takes me next. And then two days later, she posts a beautiful picture of her with a peace sign saying the sun will rise and we will try again. So do you see the wild disparity between two very public figures and how their lives are handled and the things that they put on social media? So I'm much more likely, in fact, I'm going to follow her, to follow Paige Van Zandt than I am to follow Demi Lovato. Yet, you know the world sees Demi Lovato as a far more popular person. I'm, I'm, I'm a little perplexed. And I know that we live in a world where, look, she's got some, she's got some stuff up here with her husband that's, I mean, I guess if you've got it, you flaunt it. She's beautiful. But she also got pictures of her face all bloodied in, in the octagon. She's, um, we've got, this is good. This is good content. Check her out. At yeah, Paige Van Zandt. I remember her fighting that night. Um, she submitted immediately, but she didn't look that hot that night. I guess it was the way she had her hair. Well, her, her Instagram tells us a different story. And she's on there, and she's promoting herself. She has to. This is the day and age that we do that. I get it. But, but this is like a story. Hi, look, I'm getting married. Two years ago, the story was that I almost died. Today, I'm getting married. And then, God forbid, something happens, we're going to report the bad again. The bad, the good, the bad, the good. Meanwhile, we were singing teeny bopper music. Ugh, I know I sound like an old man, but it just, God bless. Let's get it back together. Let's reel it together. Let's make it. Oh, I don't know what to say anymore. I might be saying too much. Do you understand the difference there? You see what I mean? Yeah, I see what you mean. And then... Like, I can't help but say one is from the entertainment world, one's from the sports world. And for as much as I'm tough on athletes, I get the impression that sports at least takes a different view on these things. You have idiots in every sport. Say hello to Floyd Mayweather for crying out loud. Moron that guy is. Yep, don't get me started on him. Someone told me that I was wrong about my opinion about him. Because he was so I was I was letting my personal opinion about him skew him in the ring. I said, Yeah. What's the problem with that? Well, that's not right. And when you're trying I, no, it's hundred percent right. This is a guy who goes in the ring and he dances around for twelve rounds and mm -hmm. wins a hundred million dollars. He can't knock anybody out. Mm -hmm. And then in his personal life, not one but two babies' mamas, he's knocked out. So he, he can pull a knockout punch on a woman, but he can't do it in the ring as a man. I can't respect that guy. Oh, you see, that's a person who slighted him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And people keep spending $100 on his fights. Yes. You're damn right I have a problem with that. Like, I've never had a problem saying that I think Floyd Mayweather's a piece of shit. He's a terrible example 
when it comes to people who can be looked up to in sports. I can honestly tell you that, that, that because of the Tyson comeback, as far as his persona, and the things he did on stage with you know the story of his life and some of the things that he's spoken about after making the mistakes, I can honestly tell you that forever Tyson will be better than this guy. Forever. Forever. I don't know how Floyd rebounds because he's done it and not cared. But I'm not supposed to say that, though. I'm not allowed to say that. That's not right. It's not fair. I have to judge him on what he's done in the ring. Yes, sir. In between the ropes. I go, it's funny because these are the same people who told me when I used to say, look, all I want is to worry about what they do inside the lines. I don't care about their personal lives. How many times have you heard me say that, right? Larry, that. you got you to gotta open up. I miss that. People are people. They have lives, too. They put their Instagram announcements. Good, Good for them. They, do, uh, they live a public eye. Until you judge them, then they don't want to be judged. They don't want to be judged. I'm included in that mess. I don't want to be judged. I don't want anybody bothering me. But you don't put yourself in a position to be bothered. And if you do put yourself in a position to be judged, I should have said. And if you do put yourself in that position, then if you got to handle what comes your way. Just a thought process, that's all. This is a world where today we talk about misinformation. I can't trust. I can't trust the media. Fake news this, and I don't believe them that. I got you. I feel you. I got you. It's all good. We vibing, we good. However, keep in mind that once you revert back to those silly things, once you revert back to something that makes you give a dern about somebody who you don't know getting married. Like, be happy for your friend to get married. Stick up for someone you know is somewhat stand-up or a good person. When I argue with people and they go to defend someone in sports, that may have marginalized their own life, and everybody's entitled to their own opinion. People have their opinion about Kenny Anderson. I'm going to watch Mr. Chibs this week. It's long overdue. I haven't seen it. He's probably mad at me for not watching that. I just, I know you. He's like, yeah, that's why you got to watch it. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch it this weekend. I don't care. I know his story. I don't judge Kenny. Kenny's my friend. <laughs> Nothing to judge there. Anyway. I have to throw that out there. Where's this Mr. Chips located? Mm. Netflix? I don't think it's on Netflix. I think you have to, I think it's on Amazon Prime. Okay, so that works. A couple dollars you rented, and that's it. Just, just throwing it out there. You know <laughs> what I mean? I, it, it baffles me, but whatever. It is what it is. We live in a world where we, we must be very careful what we say around ladies, and rightfully so. Yeah. We shouldn't be disrespecting ladies. We should be very, um, very careful. Now we live in a world where you got to be very careful what you say, period. 
Understood. And and to a certain degree, it's it needed to happen. Right. I mean now. It is where it is, and yeah, but now we can't say anything well, because anything that we say is the wrong thing. Now all of a sudden, I got it, but I think that got it's gotta go both ways. Like I have no problem with that, but you know I have a problem with how business is conducted on other sides. So you know you 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 do you. I'm not worried about you. You do you however you want to do you, but if you do you in the public eye, you're going to get criticized. It's just the lay of the land. You're going to get criticized. There's no two ways about it. People have to make comments just to make comments, which is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. I don't know. To me, I think it all falls under the same category. Worry about yourself. Don't worry about other people. Worry about you. I'm not worried about who Demi Lovato is, is marrying. Nope. Don't care. Doesn't matter to me. But you know what? We live no in a world. Chance. We live in a world, Frank, that Instagram is filled with women showing their goods. Duh. Some of them are on OnlyFans, which has become popular apparently. So uh, Winslow, Justice Winslow, got in trouble for commenting about OnlyFans. I'm not going to comment much about it, other than saying that. Like we empower young ladies. We put on Lauren Goodwin on this radio station. And show women the power they should have. And yet on Instagram, on the very Instagram that I used to, you know, to promote that. You get 50, 60, 80, 100 likes on it, right? These women that are wildly attractive and use their assets to their advantage, you're getting hundred thousands, you know, of likes because they're doing it differently. And I worry about that because I think what it, it, the attention grab is... This nonsense. I think the attention grab comes from a place where like what's the need? Am I wired wrong to think that? Like I, I don't knock anyone for what they do. But why do I have to live in a world like you, you put yourself out there in a way to be seen but I got to close my eyes. And I can't comment on it. And that's fine. I won't. I don't need to, by the way. This guy personally, a mí me resbala como la vaselina. Well, I mean, we we live, I mean, at least I was brought up in a world that a woman's body is kind of like her temple and she should be protecting it. Whatever, and bro. showing it off, blah, blah, blah. Can I be honest we've with gone you? From, we've gone from kind of from that angle to all of a sudden now people can just pretty much be butt naked as long as they're covering their their private areas, and then they're ready to go because the stuff that we see on Instagram is like, wow, okay, like there's no left, there's no room left for the imagination of the mind. Frank, I've said it. If I if I were a female version of me in this era, would be incredibly dangerous. Because if I looked anything like that, what do you think would happen? Unfortunately, I'd probably be all over the place. You're giving yourself a lot of credit, thinking you're hot. No, like pretending I was a hot woman. Just remember, this is all hypothetical. Keep it in mind, it's all perspective. I'm not going to knock anyone that does it. I will say that to the credit of those that are okay with putting themselves out there, they're not generally sensitive about what's said. They're not. 
But we still have to be careful. Do you remember the argument we had with Dan- I had with Danny about my neighbor that one time? World's changed since I had that argument with Danny. Remember that? Mm-hmm. I think I came out being a lot more right than Danny was on that one. Because some time has elapsed now. Right. And while we're not buddies, I've been able to speak more to our neighbors since I first commented on this. And she still looks incredibly attractive. What's the difference? She has spoken to my wife. And even still, when I address, I address from afar. And I make the general statement. I would never in a million years even go down that road. She has a husband. I'm a husband. I know how that is. I would, like, it's something that out of a common respect. But that you get to know someone at some point, okay. But at first glance, you have a neighbor. You've not really seen it. The first four or five times you see this person, 9.95, like this Paige Van Zandt girl. You're like, well, you, you know, you're put in a weird spot. Coolest people in the world. The dude is the coolest. But you put the, Can you imagine if you just go on a hint of instinct rather than overdoing the obvious so it never looked like that? That might not be as comfortable. It's a neighbor. That was my whole point about all that. At some point, I might have to talk to them in a little bit of a different light than as I'm throwing out the garbage. And it's happened. I went away. I, hey, oh, look, here's my number. I'm going to be away. You know, whatever. You do with any neighbor. Mm-hmm. But let's keep it real, Frank. Like we live in a world where 20 years ago, <laughs> I knew guys that would make jokes to the freaking very dude that told you a story about I had a friend that had a gorgeous wife. He would come out to the flag football field and the guys would applaud him when he walked on. They tell him, you better than Brady. You better than Brady. Because he was a quarterback. Right. <laughs> They would applaud him when he walked on the field. So times have changed. That today, those are fighting words today. I, listen, I raise them like I'd like them to be treated. You know how mine is. There's no disparity there. I'm not perfect. She's got flaws. We all have flaws. Nothing is perfect. But there's, a, there's, a, there's an inconsistency there. And I think that as a generation, we've got to close that gap while allowing the flexibility for everyone to be who, exactly who they want to be. And where that happy medium is, I'm not, I'm not going to be around to worry about that. Thank God. But that's a weird dynamic there. So you live in a world that in order, you, you, you have to look at someone from the opposite sex to become attracted to them, but you don't, like, it's, nothing in an extreme is allowed. But we've gotten to a point where if you even glance, it's, it's objectionary. And as men, we are visual animals. We all look. It's not a bad thing. It's who we are. Now we have to train ourselves to not look. Or look up or look down. Yeah. Daddy made a lot of fun of it. I've been doing well in the world of 2020 because of that. I applaud you, brother, because if my neighbors are 9.95, it's going to take me a lot of willpower. Not to- I will do the put the funny face but I'm looking away immediately. No, I just keep the eye contact. Dude, the problem is that the eye contact is very good. You keep the eye contact. Because you're not looking at anything else, but, right. but, but, but even still, I don't want to look. As soon as she looks away, you have a quick second to take your glance. I don't even do that anymore. I've just trained myself to move away from that. But there's... Without being over the top, 
back in the day when I was a kid, you hear guys whistle at girls that walk by, like without being that person. At some point, it's got, you know, it's got to come from a guy to not do it whatsoever. Because instinctively, I don't think they are out to embarrass. But if they notice, as we go to break, I'm in Publix in Naples. I'm getting out of my car. There's a guy walking to his truck, his work truck. And I'm getting out of the car. A woman is walking by. I cannot lie to you. It was out of a freaking cartoon. Like, I couldn't believe what I was watching walk by. I stopped. I looked for a second. She wasn't looking at me. I, my eyebrows went up. I get out of my car. So I get out of my car. I go to get the shopping cart. And I see the guy going like this. Like he's like kind of the truck is his blocker. But he's looking at her. She walks by. And he turns and looks at me. And I shrug like, what are you supposed to do? You know, what, what the hell can you do? Mm-hmm. And we laughed as guys. as that, can you believe she was that attractive? We never directed a word at her. She probably was oblivious to the fact that we were having our own joke about it. But the point was, there was we were defenseless. She walked by. We saw her. We weren't looking at private parts. We weren't on the prowl to see who was the next girl that was walking by. She was walking by, and she looked amazing. And there was just no way around that. Right in front of my front window, I go, whoa. Okay, then you get out of the car. I didn't go chase her down and ask her for a phone. I thought 30 years ago, that's what people would do. Now you can't. People have personal space. We're in masks. It's a different world. If I don't need to talk to you, I don't talk to you. No matter how good looking you look. In summation, because this is long-winded, brother. If we call attention to ourselves, we can't get upset at the attention we receive. You feel me? When I criticize Taylor Swift for announcing that she gave $12,500 somewhere somehow. That should be an afterthought to a woman as rich as Taylor Swift. I should not have to read in a news cycle that. It annoys me. Well, you can just, you could take it off your timeline. You don't understand. It's there. It consumes space in something that I don't need to see and I'm not interested in seeing. And many people shouldn't be. One would argue that sells records. If you say so, if you say so. On the other side, see, we want sports. Did you have to touch the button at all? No. I didn't say the number 45 at any point in time. No. Didn't talk about anything having to do with, look, right here. Good Morning America. My friends in Morning America, picture of the ring. All this crap is staged. Pictures. China. Look at this. Amazing to me. Amazing to me. China. She's popular, though. She's wildly popular, that woman. I don't understand why. Well, her music's pretty good, Frank. Like, you know, for whatever it's worth. In the genre of pop, she's almost better than Ariana at some point. There, yes. We can agree on that. Because she's got much more original content. We can agree there. A lot less sampling. Um, She's good. But man, oh man, oh man, I don't care. Good, you're getting married. I assume everyone's married. Like, come on. Why does this matter? You know what matters? Seeking approval, especially since she had her problems earlier on. You know what matters? Sports. We'll talk about that next. Hey, look what I found. (laughs) 
A radio. Radio. Slam Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 145. How do I put this? I can't help but be happy that baseball's starting today. Super stoked. Rightfully so, too, right? Yeah, I'm excited, too. I mean, it's, it's some sort of real sports. Like, yeah, the NBA was on yesterday, but at the end of the day, you know that it's a scrimmage. Like, they're not necessarily going 100% because it's games don't mean anything. The last couple of days of baseball, the games haven't meant anything. So, like, it's you kind of watch because you're getting a glimpse of it. You want a taste of it, but it's not the full meal. So, today it's for the first time that a I'm actually— A meal now, huh? You're referring to it as a hey, meal. It's a meal now. Before it was like a little appetizer. Now it's the meal. So— yeah, I actually sent my wife a calendar invite tonight. She's like, what's this? And I'm like, baseball's back. She's like, you're ridiculous. Yeah. So I'm going to dress up Addison in my, in my little, in her little um, ESPN and chill with daddy shirt. I'm going to watch my baseball game. Uh, it's your baseball game, but you're not a Yankee fan. So how's that your game? Mm-hmm. I guess you're rooting for this, uh, the Washington Senators? I'm, wa- I'm rooting for the Senators. That's mm-hmm. right, yeah. I'm just rooting for baseball, man. I don't care. So then root for the pinstripes. Oh, they won't wear pinstripes tonight because they're on the road. The Because in their infinite wisdom, they didn't put the Yankees in Yankee Stadium to start this thing off. <laughs> well, you have, to, you have to honor the champion, right? I guess. I guess they get to open the season, right? They won something. Opening day, Wrigley Field. Nobody in the stands. Only on the rooftops. That's not even fair. Those are the only fans that get to watch live baseball. I got to pay like $300 a game at least. I believe that's what the tickets are starting at up there. We talked about that yesterday. It's still not fair. Why? Because Cub fans get to watch the games? Yeah. But come on. Have you ever actually watched a game from a rooftop? Like, you don't necessarily go up to the game to watch. I mean, to the rooftop to watch the game. I I have a plan, you know. And what's your plan? Fly a drone over the ballpark? No. My question is, will they play with the ceiling open or closed? Here? Yes. Depends on what the weather is, actually. Mm -hmm. It's the summer, so you probably have to imagine that the roof will probably be closed. Especially with all the rain that we've been getting lately. Got to figure out a day that the roof is open. Um, We kind of have a view. We don't have a view of the field, so quítate eso de la cabeza. We have a view. Have you been on the roof? I've been on the roof, yes. But we don't we have, a have, a, we don't have a view. Like we that, have a view like that. We have a view. We definitely have a view. There are other rooftops here in Little Havana that have even a better view. And what other rooftop do you have access to? We have access to all of them. You just have to know how to get up there. Okay, fair enough. I'll just follow you then. <laughs> Baseball's back, bitches. Are you that hungry to watch a game live that you're willing to stand on a random building in Little Havana to watch one player run around? You're not even going to know what's happening. You're not going to know what scenario. You're not going to know what's happening on the field, who's batting. You're not going to know none of that. What's your point? What's the purpose of watching it like that? Again, rooftops at Wrigley Field. People go to the rooftops at Wrigley Field to go hang out, to go party, right. drink. Yes. Because the food and the drinks are usually sure. included with those tickets to the rooftops. Fantastic. And then, then the game is just kind of there in the background. It's kind of like watching the game in the Clevelander. You're there, but you're not there. Bring my glasses so I have them. Glasses aren't going to help. 
They have to help. I have a view. I can see from here. If not, I'll jump on a roof. I'll do it. Baseball's back, bitches. A roof. No, what's a roof? It's a roof. It's old school. That's a boomer way of saying roof. <laughs> the roof is on fire. It's a rough roof. What dogs say. Roof. Roof. I wonder if we ask how to pronounce that name. You know, there's that. There's that. I, I, I made my point with sophomore. Remember that? Yes. So there's got to be a way to do this again, right? Was it Google? Is it a Google voice kind of thing? Is that what it is? I'm looking it up right now. Oh, it was Webster, wasn't it? I don't know. Uh, just. Um, I think it was Webster's dictionary. Roof. You know, so how do you say the word roof? Uh, yeah, roof pronunciation. There it is. So I can play it and we'll hear it. You hear it? Yeah, it's roof. Roof. It's not rough. No, it's not rough. You see, is it, is it pronounced roof or rough? Why do Americans pronounce the word roof like a dog's bark? No. Only some Americans pronounce the word this way, far fewer than those who use the roof pronunciation. It isn't actually rough. It's closer to the sound than foot, but some people hear it that way. It's bonics. It's like calling sc shrimp scramp. Scramp. You don't call it scrimp? I call it scrimp, but... I call it shrimp. We're here to educate people. But it's roof. It is roof. It's not rough. Rough. Roof. Roof. Okay, thank you, honey. I appreciate it. If you watch next Friday, then, then Day Day goes, look at my roof. Look at my roof. If you watch next Friday, though. Yeah? Look at my roof. I wonder if this works, though. Asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Yep, I've been saying that word right now for, uh... Funky butt-loving. Did he say funky butt-loving? Oh. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, at least I know how to pronounce the word now. This is this could actually be fun, though. You know that, right? Uh, yeah. I can't wait to see what you do. Schmuck. <laughs> you know I love that word. Uh, words how? that are not socially acceptable according to you but I'm not saying them schmuck is a, uh, socially acceptable I like schmuck how about this one moron <laughs> <laughs> I think we passed that one for show purposes yeah I wonder if this one works we're waiting stunid <laughs> what is that stunid stunid it's wrong Stunid. What's stunid? It's stunad. Stunid. I got it wrong. Maybe you've been getting it wrong all this time. No, it's stunad. I don't even know what stunad is. Are you dumb? That's what it is. Oh. Dumb? It's dumb? It's like, yeah, are you... What are you, stunad? Nah, I never heard that before. Italian pronunciation. There it is. That's the one you want to hear. So you know that our friend John Wiener on the radio, right? Yes. He has a nickname. Yes, Stugatz. Stugatz. That means something <laughs> bad in Italian. Oh, yeah. Yes, I know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was told by a boss of mine. because it's like not good. So like, I used to work at UPS, right? And then, like, I used to listen to Levitard and Stugatz and stuff like that. Um, I guess I would listen to, to podcasts, wherever I'd be playing it. 
And then he come out, or oh, it was a promo. He come down and he goes, Stugatz. And I go, yeah, that's the guy's name. And she goes, that's not how, Stugatz means something extremely bad in Italian. I go, yeah, how do you know that? She goes, because my family is Italian. Yeah, you know, uh, Stugatz. I'm like, all right. It's... She told me what it was. I forgot what it was. But yeah, I'm not on video. Was, like... No, you're not on video. <laughs> but yeah, that's what she told me it was. Right in there. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, a lot of people don't know that. How the fact that he got away with it is the same way, I guess, like the Spanish loophole of cursing in Spanish and like nobody necessarily knows you're cursing, right? Well, and then stunad is, is basically stupid. And then it's in a t- southern Italian dialect for stupid or having your head in the clouds, not paying attention. What are you, stunad? <laughs> stunad is the Italian way of saying duh, duh, duh. That's my best. That's my best. Uh, got you. Got you. That's duh, duh, duh. Thank you, Carlos Mencia. I'm just explaining it. So, wow, we can really pronounce words here and, and have a great time, huh? Yes, we can, apparently. Hmm. Did you see DMX and Snoop Dogg yesterday going at it? No, I didn't. I heard that they had some sort of battle. Bro, they went at it for like almost two hours. Battle of the rappers. Going there. back and forth, kind of just singing their singing their their jams and just mm-hmm. going back. And there was some questionable decisions by DMX on songs that he picked, but... At the end of the day, man, it was very entertaining. DMX didn't look like DMX. Did they really? It didn't look like him? No, I mean, he's gotten older. He's gained some weight. So it took me some adjusting to actually be like, all right, that really is DMX. So it's not that get it on the floor, DMX. That was all buffed. Get it on the floor. Get it, get it on the floor. If you don't want to party, then your ass got to go. Not at all. Like, this is dad bod DMX. Wow. Grandpa bod DMX. So did they do this battle in the LBC? Where you know me? Where it's kind of hard being Snoop D-O-double-G. Yeah. But somehow, some way, he keeps coming back with funky ass hits like every single day, right? Yep. Because I was going to say, if they did this in the LBC, there's, then there's so much drama in the LBC. Right? It's kind of there's tough. It's in Snoop D-O-double-G. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somehow, some way. Yeah, I, I, did, that, I did those lyrics already. But you see, Snoop doesn't have a dad bod. Snoop still looks... No, Snoop is still super skinny. So explain to me something. So DMX versus Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg smokes a lot of marijuana, which would give him the munchies, therefore being more susceptible to becoming who DMX has become. If he eats. Man, he's still as skinny as he was back in the day. He's got that lanky Doberman pincher look. I just don't think Snoop Dogg ever eats. I've never seen Snoop Dogg with something like... I guarantee you he eats like a champ. I don't know. Guarantee you he eats like a champ. I don't know. Are you kidding me? He does no muscle. Whatever, no muscle, I no guarantee fat you whatsoever munches. on that body. He's still skinny, skinny, skinny Snoop Dogg with the same corn rolls that he has or whatever, the same braids. Right away, I knew it was Snoop Dogg. Like, right immediately, you knew it was Snoop Dogg. It looks like Snoop Dogg has not aged a single day in his entire life. Mm-hmm. DMX, though, however. I'm like, come on, this isn't DMX. And then he started with a, huh? <laughs> oh, God. He, he, I. <laughs> he, I. Sorry. DMX was really good during a certain time. Um, I would say to 1999 to 2003 is when the DMX prime years were. Hey, dude, I gotta give a, uh, I gotta send out a little love. I never personally got to meet her, and she's still alive. I have not been able to meet her, but she's really good friends with one of my former co-hosts, um, Jeanette Sperano. 
the widow of Tony Sperano. Um, today's the anniversary of his death. Wow, can't believe it already. Well, that's just... <laughs> you don't believe one thing of it. Let me tell you, and actually it was yesterday the anniversary of his death. Um, it's two years ago. It's not even last year, Frank. It's two years ago when this guy passed. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. It was, it was already Holy mackerel. Like, that's nuts. I'll say this to you, man. Um, I always get uncomfortable recognizing the anniversary of somebody's death. And it never was an issue to me until I had one to recognize that affected me personal, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um... It's not a birthday. It's not an anniversary. Anniversary should be something that you celebrate. Um, there's nothing to celebrate. I mean, you celebrate someone's life, but, but it's always a reminder of the sadness of their exit. It's just, I don't know, it's just tougher. Tougher for someone like me to take that and understand it. Um, or more importantly, be comfortable just mentioning it, if you know what I mean. Of course. Um, but it is something that I, I, I would invite you to go to MiamiHerald.com. I don't know if you have a subscription or not. My boy Armando Salguero wrote an article about Jeanette. And I, uh, like to point you to that. I'd also like to point you to watching the news, not for any COVID updates, not for any politics, because of Gonzalo. <laughs> Gonzalo expected to become a hurricane today. Uh-huh. And I don't like where Gonzalo is. Level 8 of Jumanji. Now, Gonzalo will probably stay to the south of the island of Cuba and therefore not pose a big threat on us, although will pose a threat on Jamaica. Um, but we got to watch it. And of all things to be worrying about now, this here in South Florida. Got to give a big old high five to Phil Farrell and Channel 7. Of course, leave it to Phil Farrell to put models up of what will happen in 14 days. Why is Phil doing 14 days? Because it's workout. Phil Farrell and Channel 7. It's what they do. It's what these newscasts do. That's why they're posting all this stuff. So you can start buying stuff. You realize My wife already came days? to me yesterday. I don't care what you say, but I'm going to go to Publix, and I'm going to go buy all this stuff before it comes. I go, honey, you know what? For once, you have an excuse because you have a baby. So we have an ex- But, bro, the news feeds you all this BS, and then you go, and you freak out, and it's fear-mongering. All right. So Phil Farrell puts up these models yesterday, and it was like, "Let's see right. where the models 14 are." Fourteen day model. Fourteen days. You know how model. wide the cone is in fourteen days. Yes. So the model they give the models of the cone they give you is like three days, and then they extend it to five days. All of a sudden now it's like, "Let's see what happens after the five days." So they have like nine or ten models going up, and they're all together together. All of a sudden, after they pass that cone of death that the news has painted, all of a sudden they fan out. Of course. Five go north towards Florida, and the other three go south. We are not sure where it goes. So why are you putting it there and scared the living daylights out of everybody? <sighs> of course, now in the back of our mind, it's well, Phil Farrell, Phil Farrell put out models, and he says that it may have an opportunity, it may have a chance right? of actually coming towards South Florida. So you know what? Let's go and buy everything right now. Dear God. 
Level nine of Jumanji. Now you're on nine. You were an eight or either. Uh, because now I have to deal with Publix and fighting for no, her. You don't have to deal with like, We already didn't Tell have to fight with to the Publix and the masks and Tell wearing, her to chill. standing outside. And it, you know how many other people are going to be in line and, at the Publix now? So that means that if all these stores are still operating at 50% capacity, that means now the line is going to be out the door. Guess what Frank has to do again? Frank has to now wake up at six o'clock in the morning again on a Sunday and park my ass in front of Publix an hour before they open just to make sure that I'm not 59 in line. Yeah, why does he do this 14-day forecast? I was calling it too, man. My, me and my wife are watching this, and she's like, oh my God, look at the cone of death. And I go, it's coming. She goes, what's coming? I go, the models. The models are coming. Watch. It's Phil. No other news station in South Florida does this. Oh, it's Farrell not 14 days. How many You're days is it? Oh my God, you're so hyperbolic. It's five days. No, Larry, you're looking at the cone of death. I'm looking oh, at models. Oh, the forecast cone, the ones takes it into Texas? Yes. Oh my God. No, that's not the same no, one. Well, no, the models, the lines, well, the squiggly eight. lines that they show. The one that they're like, oh, the European oh, model. Well, that comes, the Australian oh, model. He's already the USA model. Out. GFX, NI9, ABC, WYZ. Let me find it. I'm gonna show you. You think I'm crazy, bro? I do. You should have recorded on the news. Seems like it's a bit much. I'm not finding these models you're talking about. Ha! Hey. Hey. Forecast uh, model. I already found it. Where? If you have the trusty Channel Seven app, because I know this is a the app of BS. <laughs> if you have this app, then you can just go ahead and a little tab on the top. Can't once say forecast this is the app of BS. Once it's, once Come it's on. forecast cone, we should say cone of death. The other one says forecast models. Which should be called squiggly lines of BS. Frank, you can't just say that. <laughs> I'm not finding it anywhere. I will say this. I asked Erica Delgado to become like a regular on the show. And she had to decline because they don't let her do that. Really? Yeah, so we, it's okay for you to make a little fun of them, actually. Yes. That bothered me a little bit. I go, we're not getting any financial gain from this, but whatever. You know, and oh, come on. And for those who are telling me that the news isn't, is, it's not about fear mongering and it's not about driving crowds to the supermarkets and stuff like that. Why is it that Channel 7 always parks at Publix? WPLG always parks at another supermarket. This one always parks at Home Depot. Why? Because those are their sponsors. So that's where they want those crowds to be driven. Well, Frank, toward. I'm not finding what you said, bro. I'm sorry. I'm going to be very honest with you. Well, on the app, it doesn't take it as far as to Florida like it did on TV. But I can't wait to get home tonight and watch. Ah, you're like, admitting you have not no, no, proven no, 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 yourself no, 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 no. yet. I'm going to show you what I have right now, which is taking it way past the cone of death. I think you're taking this very, very personal. I'm going to find it right now. And I'm going to take you a screenshot. You're, fine. You're taking this very personal. Because if it was on TV, then I'm sure you can find the news blurb somewhere. Okay. I'm not finding it right now. So let me find it. So when is now it supposed to become a hurricane? I, there's a chance. There's who knows. I don't, you know, whatever. It says it's small, but it's going to be today that it becomes a hurricane. Over the past 50 years, the average date of first hurricane formation is August 15th. And the average date of seventh name storm formation is September 10th, meaning we're a little early this year. So on top of all the other shit we have to deal with, now everything's active. I mean, you have to figure at 95 degrees for two straight months, you figured something like this was going to happen.
Well, Gonzalo set a record. Yeah, viene Gonzalo a joder, man. Man. Really, dude? Really? Man, you just, just rained on my parade here. No, but it the, all the forecast comes. It could even go as south as, like, South America. 100%. 100%. Like, th this is very early. I just hate seeing the cone. The spaghetti models is what this thing is called. Yes, the spaghetti models are more yes, than five I days found out. <laughs> you found them? Yes. Are on. you going to, like, retweet them oh, or you're something? You're getting a screenshot right now, buddy. Oh, I'm getting a screenshot. Yeah, because I, before, I, before I go ahead and uh, tweet it and all this stuff... I'm gonna go ahead and send you the screenshot so you see the fear. Text it to me. There oh, it is. I just did. Should come in right now. There it is. I see it. So why doesn't it let me open this this dastardly picture? Doesn't let me open it. I don't know why it doesn't let you open it, brother. That means I gotta open it on my phone. Terrible. So okay, so those are spaghetti models. I see that. Mm-hmm. By the way, none of them, <laughs> none of them hit us. Um, brother, because we're still a day or two outside of the 14-day range. That's why. But look, if you keep and on the ones that are the most line, north, it hits Cuba. Yeah, and then where does it go? Because those are all sort of looking like they're turning and turning. And the high-pressure system that's over the Atlantic right now, it's kind of weakening. And it'll weaken by the time it gets there. You're getting a little paranoid here. No, you're the one that's getting paranoid. Phil Farrell, the one that makes us all paranoid. And I have a wife at home that we're dealing with. Oh, I have to go by this and I have to go by that. Guess who's going to freaking Publix this weekend to do hurricane shopping? Well, shouldn't we all be prepared, you would think, right? Just saying. Shouldn't we all be prepared? Sucks. Another thing to worry about now. Like, if we didn't have enough to worry about. 133 days since we've been in this freaking building with students. And, like, if this isn't something else to worry about now. Wonderful. Maybe this is what we needed. We needed a quarantine inside of a building. We needed a storm or something to scare the crap of us so we don't have hangouts and parties and stuff like that. Like, you see all over the place. People don't get it. Suarez is even talking about it. We're going to make it legal for people not to be able to hang out in crowds more than 10 people. Or do legal rights or whatever. I, I don't, you know, just throwing it out there. It, it, it's, why are we talking storms? Why did I allow this to come into the show? It's just terrible. You started it. My fault, I guess. You started it. We can talk. Because Mookie Betts is running, laughing all the way to we the We haven't bank. even brought up the 13 years, $9 trillion he gets to. Th 365 mil. What in the world was that? And that's some guaranteed money, too. And he hasn't even played a pitch in Dodger uniform. He already got that extension. That's nuts. Mm-hmm. What if he sucks after quarantine? <laughs> Find out. Don't tell that to Duncan Robinson because he was draining threes last night. You think? I know. I was watching. He's not going to consistently do that. You guys love him. I don't know. He's, it looked like he did not waste any time during the, during, the, uh, during the quarantine, and he was actually in the gym shooting because that dude did not lose his stroke. Isn't that guy, like, playing a lot of video games? Derek Jones Jr. yesterday also was hitting it out. I don't know. Myers Leonard is the one that's been playing a lot of video that's games. That's the guy. 
Well, Duncan, Duncan can hit the three. He's a big guy. He can hit 46% from three years. Well, he's, he's a little like guy. Not that little. He's bigger than your normal. He's not 6'2 guard. No, he's not 6'2. He's like 6'7, isn't he? 6'7? You're giving Duncan Robinson 6'7? I Hold mean, on, I could be I'm wrong. Look it up here a second. Hold on. I'm going to look it up here a second. I think. American basketball player Duncan Robinson. Holy crap, he's 6'7. Six, 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 that was not, I, I'm glad I got it right because I'm like, he's not that Players short. Players don't look that, that big on the court. That's what the problem is. And you got a guy like 6'2, like BJ Armstrong. He looks like a little guy. Like, damn, that's how it would look on the court. Like a little guy. Jeez. See, 6'7. And you all along, you thought he was a shorty. I thought he was like 6'4. You thought he was a shorty. He had that. Don't assume those things, man. Look at that lady where she assumed that Dave Webb was of white privilege. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> I love that clip. Uh, man, where is Dave? He's supposed to go to lunch this week somehow. I guess that's going to work out that way. All right, so so much sports to get to yet. Um, they still haven't had a first pitch. 7 p.m. today, the Yankees in Washington. Uh, excited about that. Are you excited? I'm extremely excited. You are. Extremely. <laughs> um, I just feel like finally there's a little bit of normalcy. Even though the game looks a little weird. Um, it'll be fun to watch baseball, to sit and watch baseball that counts. Um, they're not tickling me under my nose. We've been counting this day forever. Um, and it's just cool. So, uh, you know, weather today in Washington is 76 degrees. Um, looks like it'll be nice at first pitch. Garrett Cole against Max Scherzer. So they're two dealing pitchers. Uh, that should be a good one. Uh, a lot of people think this is uh, a potential, uh, I don't know how nationals make lightning strike twice, but. Could this happen in the World Series? I don't know. I don't really care. I want to see the Yankees win, and uh, they'll get going today. Also at 10 o'clock, the Dodgers. They're at, uh, at I believe they're at Chavez Ravine. Am I right? I don't know. I didn't even know what the second game was. Yeah, they're, they're at Chavez Ravine. They play the Giants. 10 p.m. first pitch. See, that's a good and that's a good opening day game. Why do the Yankees get stuck with the, with the Nationals? They play like the Red Sox. Well, Clayton Kershaw against Johnny Cueto. Cueto's a good opening day starter. Should be fun. Should be good stuff. Good stuff indeed. Baseball's back. Next week it'll be basketball. Everything will get back to normal soon. Hopefully. Except school. I have a feeling we're going to do this thing virtually. Again, starting up in a few weeks. Unreal. Basketball with your fake soulless fans. Oh, that's awesome. It's awesome. They have no soul. It's beautiful. At least you can see something happening. They should be wearing a mask. They should have put them the fans with masks. No, no. This is La La Land. They live in La La Land. That's why they're cheering from La La Land. <laughs> Nobody has the COVID virus in La La Land. <laughs> That's how I felt yesterday watching those. The fans. hell was that? Oh, SpongeBob. Oh, no SpongeBob. <laughs> lose the SpongeBob on the <laughs> show. Don't you know I don't like SpongeBob? Yes. Okay, SpongeBob. lose the SpongeBob. Ugh. Don't you know that I don't like SpongeBob? <laughs> Ugh, terrible, <laughs> brutal. Please, no more. Say, spare me, spare me. It's all. I didn't even let them watch it much. Awful. I hate that show. Oh God, it's awful. <laughs> and I like inane. 
You know what that is. No, I don't. <laughs> no. That's Taz, bro. Good for Taz. That didn't sound like Taz. <laughs> Isn't that Woody Woodpecker? Yeah. I know that's Woody Woodpecker. Am I dating myself by knowing that? That's pretty funny. NBA ends their relationship with Academy in China. So um, NBA is done done with China then? I don't know. It looks like it might be done. That's okay. That looks like they're, they're done done with China. That means like we're pulling the plug and we moved all our machines out the door. Building for lease. Yeah, the NBA has had no involvement with the Xinjiang Basketball Academy for more than a year, and the relationship has been terminated. Hmm. China's responsible, this is according to uh, Tennessee, U.S. Senator, Republican from Tennessee, Marsha Blackburn, says China's responsible for, quote, China's response, responsible for some of the greatest human rights violations of our time. The NBA's decision to abandon its footprint in Xinjiang, where millions of Muslim Muslims have been brutally confined in re-education camps is the right way to condemn Chinese oppression and should motivate other American corporations to decry such atrocities. Making money and standing up for human rights should not be mutually exclusive, end quote. I couldn't agree more. I only wish someone of this ilk and of this level of intelligence would have understood this uh, when it was dealing, when this country was dealing with Cuba and continues to deal with a communist country in Cuba and not understanding it's one and the same. Look what Daryl Morey did. I'm sorry? Look what Daryl Morey did. Shut General manager? Down, shut down basketball in China. Wow. Remember, he's the one that He's tweeted. the one that got... He did, did, did. He's the one that had done the, the tweets about the, about the comments back then about China. Remember, China didn't want anything about basketball. It had to do with basketball. They canceled all their games over there. They said they weren't going to be broadcasting games in China, in China anymore. Remember, it was this big dispute between them. That's why I said now it, it appears that their relationship is done-done. Like he said, wasn't he defending them or something like that? Um, something about backing protesters. Backing yeah, protesters. everybody got pissed off at him. That's right. what it was. Yeah. We shouldn't be doing business with countries like that to begin with. Like, is that is that so far off? Am I am I wrong, or is that too opinionated of me? No, I think you're all right, man. Like at the end of the day, we should keep it in here. I don't know why we're trying to expand the way we're trying to expand. The same thing like football going over to Europe. Like that's America's game. Like, let them have their game. If they want to play basketball, great. But there's no reason to now try to make this this worldwide game. That's our league. And it's not trying to be like, oh, this is ours. Go get no look. This is the American League. We have our world competitions, the Olympics, things like that. Fine, great. We have FIBA. Save the world game for then. But at the, there should be no NBA games in China. Why are we playing in China? You don't have Chinese teams coming over here to play their games. So why are we doing it? There, why are we doing it that way? Did you see Bol Bol playing? No, I didn't see Bol. So Bol Bol plays for. Gosh, who does he play for? Grizzlies. Who the hell does he play? Denver. I think he plays for Denver. Gosh, why am I losing it? Yeah, uh, Denver. He plays for Denver. Denver's instituted, along with Jokic and another big, they have three seven-footers. They have three centers in the lineup. A huge team. Well, But Jokic is actually playing point guard. And Bol Bol is not necessarily a standard five. I need you to see some of the highlights last night of Bol Bol. 16 points, 10 boards, 6 blocks. 15 points. I thought it was 16. I could have sworn I saw. Oh, no, yeah, yeah, it was 16. 
de ese realismo. Interesting, huh? So, oh gosh, is he really that good? And if so, did the Heat make a mistake in trading him? I think the, I think Denver is in a unique position that they have an opportunity to maybe play and teeter with some 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 experimental. Because they're not a real team to be fighting for anything. That's a huge team. You put three seven footers out on the court; they're gonna out rebound everybody. Could be an interesting strategy though for remember, this these, run. Remember, a lot of these guys they learned how to play those positions. Remember, Anthony Davis is a pure point guard. He just transferred over to center because of how big he was. But the kid can handle the rock. And I'm sure Bull can too. We'll keep it continue on the other side. More Good Morning Amigo right here on Sirius XM 145 Slam Radio. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. Slam Radio. Sirius XM Channel 145. What's up, everyone? This is Tua Tungo Bailoa, and you're listening to Slam Radio. Go! We're taking off. Welcome aboard. Now, back to What's-His-Face. You are listening to Good Morning Amigo on Sirius XM 145. Afterwards, live, Dono and Frito from 12 to 2 right here on Slam Radio. So today's a cool day. Yeah! And sports starts today. I'm pumped. I hope you are. You better be. I'm pumped. I know. That's why we're here today. Um, <clears throat> so I will say to you, that while I'm excited, I, I, I'm confused at the same time. Why is that? I'm confused as to how the country is going to react to the return of, of baseball. Hmm. I, um... Okay, hold on a minute. So you don't think there's going to be a lot of people watching? Like, you think numbers are going to be down, ratings are down? No, I think the numbers are going to be up. I think they're going to be up, ever. Yeah, I think they're going to be up more than ever because there's been no live team sports, and this is going to be the first one, so they're going to be able to get the dabble on it. Now, next week, I think the numbers will go down a little bit because I think the NBA numbers are going to take over that number. Well, they're in playoff mode. Not yet, but yes. Well, they'll be close to. Well, baseball's kind of in playoff mode, too. Because isn't it usually after the All-Star break, it's like a 60 to 80 game stretch that everybody's like going to that, like they switch it up a, lo- a notch. So everybody went into the All-Star break tied. Pretty much. Everybody is in a playoff run right now. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like, what that's, I think, what they molded the schedule around. Well, that's how I'm kind of looking at it. I don't know if anybody said it. I haven't heard it. All-Star break plus a week. That would be about close to 100 games missed. It's about right. If I were to go in the game by game from last year at some point... <clears throat> Which is very easy to do. 
Like when when did the Marlins in the in the in the planning process for the 2020 season? When did the Marlins ever think to themselves, guys, we're going to be tied for first place going to, after the All Star break? After the All Star break, well, that's kind of what you know, I guess. If you feel comfortable calling it that, I guess, sure. <laughs> Thank you, Norm. So what's today? The 23rd, right? 23rd. <clears throat> opening day. It's a strange opening day, bro. Um, last year on the 23rd of July, um, the Marlins were playing their 99th game. See my point? That's where it kind of came around from. So just throwing it out there. <clears throat> At least the Marlins have a home. Are we going to go down that, that road? The Toronto Blue Jays are in a world of caca. Thanks to the government of the state of Pennsylvania leaving them out on a perch. Although I think Baltimore and the state of Maryland will come into the rescue with Camden Yards. Well, they've been shut down by two governments now. They were shut down by the Canadian government, and now they were shut down by the Pennsylvania government. Yeah, now hopefully the Maryland government can uh, grab a hold of this. And save the day? Yeah. You know what's ironic about all this, right? What is it? Remember I talked about I had $10 for five teams? Uh-huh. Immediately one of those teams becomes the Toronto Blue Jays. Uh, wouldn't their odds be harder now because of the um, the non-comfortable nature of them not being able to play at I, home? But these are where these baseball miracles occur. You know that. The crazy baseball stories. This is where they occur. You know that. The, well, the crazy baseball movies. This, this is the start from those stories, and this would be one of them. Come like, on. Marlins the year that the Blue Jays never played at home. Come on. You know that. Come on. I just think it's pretty crazy. So they've had some options. So hopefully Camden Yards and uh, is able to come through. Uh, I believe there's about seven to ten games that they're going to overlap. So they just, I think they're going to pick those games to go ahead and play in the opposing team's ballpark. So they had the option of playing in either Buffalo or Florida in a strain, uh, spring training facility, but they say they want to play in a major league ballpark. Um, the other option they would have had probably is to be Road Warriors and pretty much play on the road every single game. So. You know that there's the apocalypse of the world when you read this news as it came through the wires and the Associated Press last night, a little after 8 o'clock, straight from New York. <clears throat> Umpire and uh, former Hialeah Corey League gem of an umpire, Angel Hernandez, who has sued Major League Baseball over a lack of top assignments, will serve as an interim crew chief this season. <laughs> After a dozen umps decided to sit out amid the corona huh. pandemic. Huh. He's a basically a crew chief scab. Eight, oh gosh. Desperation. Eight, eight crew, I don't know about that. I would take it too. I'm not knocking him. I'm just teasing him. Eight crew chiefs and four other umpires have opted out. The virus delayed season is scheduled to begin Thursday night, which is tonight. Uh, they gave a list of the crew chiefs that I'm not going to name. But Hernandez has been 27 years an umpire vet. And he'll be an interim chief. I don't think much of him as an umpire, but he's a cool dude. He's just got a tough personality to deal with. Just saying. Right. Just saying. <clears throat> well, bro, one of our Cuban brothers, whatever, man. It is what it is. Miami boy, you know what I mean? That's how we roll, dog. That's, how, that's a Miami thing, apparently. What is? That's how we roll. That's how we roll. Yeah. We roll like that. Did you see the videos of Bull Bull? I did see the videos of Bull Bull. 
the irony of bowl, bowl, double, doubling. That would have never worked in Miami, though. You know that. Because Miami <laughs> doesn't have that kind of a team to put. Yeah, they don't have Bam or anything like that. You're right. No, I mean, hold on a minute. But in order for Bull Bull to get the kind of play and the kind of look that he was getting, like, it, it's different. They you know what I mean? Like, footers, you're right. I don't know. The, 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 the defensive strategy is a lot different now. Like, you got to worry about three seven-footers on the court at one time. I guess. Don't you love that this is what we're talking about? Yes, I do. I love that we're just talking sports. You love that, right? But, I mean, earlier in the show, we, we, we talked about Demi Lovato. That wasn't sports, right? And no. You, did, you didn't get nervous or anything. It was attention-grabbing. Everything worked out for you with that one, right? The Taylor Swift news at the same day is funny, though. Notice how the same day. So, so who strategized that? Just curious. Who, who strategized that one? Wasn't coincidence? I don't know. I don't believe in coincidences. Then maybe Demi strategized that one because she saw that uh, Taylor was going to drop her album and it was on a that day. But it's a surprise, supposedly. It was a surprise drop? Uh-huh. She wrote it and, and recorded it in isolation, according what to What if Demi's been uh, been uh, engaged now for a week and a half, nobody has any, any clue about it, and she decided to drop it today? Mm. That means she made a brash decision to release it moments after seeing what this... I'm sorry, I can't. I don't buy this crap. So it's a coincidence, then. Yeah, no, it's total coincidence, of course. It's a coinky-dinky. coinky-dinky. I'm not buying that crap. Sorry, brother. That's the stuff I'm telling you. Like, who, who needs that? I don't need that in my life. Go away. And, and it's, it's just so contrived. It's difficult. Difficult to say the least. But you see, we went down the road and we talked about something that wasn't basketball-related. Correct? Correct. That worked out well, right? I mean, it got us to talking something different than sports. I mean, we've, we've been dabbling in the Kanye conversation the last couple of days only because of his crazy, psychotic antics that now we're supposed to show empathy and compassion over Kanye West. Come on. Kim can show compassion and empathy towards her husband. We don't need to. Sad news out of Birmingham, Alabama, former University of Connecticut basketball Star forward Stanley Robinson was found dead. Robinson played during the, uh, I, I guess, 06 through 10 seasons with Jim Calhoun as his coach. So um, that's some sad news in the world of college basketball, or UConn college basketball. See, that was sports-related. I didn't even, you know. It's all it's all good in the neighborhood. It's all know? relative. You like that? Do you, do you like you like that? You know everything's been going good, right? I don't know about that. Yeah. Hey, have you heard anything about the story that the CDC may have to adjust the amount of COVID cases that they reported because they were f reporting flu and pneumonia as COVID? Um, I saw some some yes. stories that you had sent me or so whatever about yes. maybe a. a, a yes. An infant had passed away or something like that, and then they claimed it, that that was a COVID-related death. <clears throat> yes. Just wondering. I thought, just throwing it out there. I was wondering if you are going to buzz me, and you didn't, so it worked out well. <laughs> I like that. I, I told you, bro, you can smell around the poop. Just don't lick the poop. And I, I don't think that was a poop-licking situation. Mm -hmm. Well, that's good. We have to talk COVID. We have to talk sad. It's when you start putting your... your 
opinion into the into the situation is where the alarms might start going off. Really? Really. Okay. I mean, they gave my opinion about the whole mental health thing with Kanye. You didn't seem to matter. I gave my opinion about Demi Lovato. Who cares if you're getting married even though you're a nice girl? Well, hold on a minute because those are opinions. We said political opinions. Remember, we said political opinions, things that are cringeworthy. Oh, I see what you're saying. I understand. Like you said, the reason why this conversation came up was because you said that you were never, ever, ever, ever going to speak politics ever again on this entire yeah, show. I'm gonna tr- I'm gonna so when politics comes up into it. the conversation, you're going to know. Right, I'm going to avoid it. It's at all costs. Just throwing, I mean, you know, just being very candid. I think it's not no longer a platform where we need to be talking that. I think we need to stick to sports. Don't you like that idea, Frank? I love that idea. That's fantastic. Because who needs to talk politics anyway, right? Not me. Good. Not me. See, then that's it. Then everything works hunky-dory for us here. You see, we can get away with stuff on this show. Even though we still have a moron at the Attorney General who says that the, the extreme reactions to George Floyd's death have demonized police. I would never want to demonize police. It's not an overreaction. It calls the reactions extreme. That's the guy who's our Attorney General of the United States of America. The, Attorney General, I'm sorry. The United States of America. Wow, I didn't get buzzed for that either. I'm, I'm on a roll here. Let me quit while I'm behind. We'll be back. Hey, look what I found. A radio. Radio. Slam Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 145. Up next, the youth. Should be fun. Wonder what they're going to talk about today. Let's see what the schedule says. Which one of the characters are there today? Because they they do their own schedules. You know, you have to you have to go and check and see. It's just difficult. Um, let's see. Eh, well, I don't know what the schedule is. I don't have a schedule. I thought you were the the big the big man on campus. Yeah, they're supposed to send me a schedule, which they haven't sent me a schedule. So I don't know. I have no schedule. Any idea who's uh, joining us today? Not a clue. I only put oh. buttons around here. Unreal. That's all I do. Just push buttons. Interesting. All right. So they come up next. I don't know who, but they come up next. Nice. Good to know. Yeah, maybe they can hear me, and then they understand that they are supposed to send me they, her. Well, we definitely have an Adania joining us today. Oh, yeah, really? Yeah. She's, is she like the big boss of everything? She's the boss of everything, but she's joining, so mm-hmm. you have her. So she's joining. That's all I know as of right now. Yeah, she better. What's going on? What kind of outfit are you running there, Adania? What are you doing? Let's get him on the good morning. I got your good morning for you. What kind of outfit are you running there? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? You want to good morning me, huh? Yeah. So can I ask a question? 
Yes, sir. Who's on today? Who is on today? Well, who decides to show up today? I don't know. But generally, I know Amanda's hosting. That's mm-hmm. for sure. Okay. And then it's... She wasn't even on the schedule. What so. schedule? Did you see a schedule? Because I didn't see a schedule. This is the whole point. I'm done. No Nicole, sc- Anthony, Alicia, and Araya. Oh, but I don't have a schedule. No schedule for me. I'm done. I have to see yes. that you get the schedule. Schedule. I didn't get a schedule in my WhatsApp. My apologies. No, sh- no schedule. You know, but now that I have you on here... Um, you know, we, we need a statement from you because we wanna we wanna create a 30 second uh PSA. Just kind of introducing you as the new student station general manager with a brief little blurb about your goals over the coming months and your tenure as our student station general manager. We gotta get you to record something. How how does that sound to you? You like that idea? Yeah. Good. It- Good. Well, you sounds br- like a plan. Sounds like a plan, boss. So that's what you're going to be doing. Okay. Fantastic, then. Are you ready for the show? What do you guys sound all mean about it, bro? Like, Cuz. Hold on a minute, man. Take a step back. Why do you got to be talking all mean? Why do you got to be talking with your arms out and everything? Well, that's how I roll. Uh, I don't know about all that. With his arms out? Mm-hmm. That's yeah, how I, I roll. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Very Miami. All right, all right, all right. Rolling. Like that. What are we talking about today on the show? I can't tell you. Oh, it's a secret, I see. <laughs> it's a secret. All right, fair enough. So then you'll just have to tune in at 11 o'clock to hear what they're going to talk about. You know what that means, right, Frank? What? They have no idea. <laughs> I was going to guess that, actually. They have no clue. They don't know what they're going to talk about. That's the problem. Yes, we do. Oh, you do? Are you gonna, uh, Let me guess. You're going to talk about the miss. The adjustments the CDC made to the number of positive tests that were really pneumonia and flu, but they were counting them as COVID. Are you going to talk about that today on the show? No. Oh. (laughs) Oh, you're not bringing that up. No. It's your daughter's schedule. It's your daughter's outline. Oh, okay. Well, then I'm going to call in the show as a listener. We, we can just ask her right now because Amanda's actually joining us. So if you what are you like, planning on talking on, about? She can't hear you yet. <laughs> oh, little seed. She can't hear you yet. She's putting cream on her face or something. How strange. There you it's go. It's probably in the middle of my skincare regimen. Okay. Well, uh, what are you planning on speaking about today, young lady? <clears throat> yeah, I'm speaking with you. Me? Yeah, you. Oh, there's a little bit of everything ready for today. We have some teachers filing a lawsuit. Here in Florida, as we know, getting back to school has been a big mess. That's old news. What else? (laughs) We have One Direction. Today's their 10-year anniversary, but... But who cares? Who cares? Demi's getting married. Who cares? Demi's getting married. And once Taylor found out, she got jealous. And 12 seconds later, she released her eighth album. (laughs) Okay? That's some of the stuff... Please call out Taylor Swift for being just a little smarmy bitch, please. <laughs> what a Wait, then he's getting married? Yeah. Yes. Oh, didn't you hear? It's the news everywhere. The hell oh with the God. coronavirus. The hell with the miscounting of the CDC. We sweep that under chance. the rug. Let's talk about Demi marrying some dude. 
She's better now. And, then... and during all of this, nobody wants to talk about the important stuff. No. Taylor said, it snuck up on me. I was in quarantine and decided, oh, what the heck? Let me make another $100 million with another album. And that infinite wisdom took her to release it the moment that Demi Lovato announces that she's getting married. Even though the pictures have to be staged, must have been days ago. She put up the tweet at 9 o'clock West Coast time last night. But then the East Coast, since we were sleeping by then, we said, hold up, wait a minute, let us put something in it. And then the news came out at 6.45 in the morning. So when everybody woke up, they had the news that Demi was getting hitched instead of ditched. And then 12 seconds later, Taylor Swift, in her infinite wisdom and her major marketing plan, announces that she's releasing her. All now, today, all the whole album releases hits today. Surprise, she wrote on her tweet. Surprise. Tell me you're going to talk about that today. I guess they're not listening anymore. She's laughing at you. They're tuned out. You're not gonna bring that up she since is, you like the. She is shaking her head like like that embarrassment. Show, like that's not my dad. Yes, like, yes. Dad. Hitched instead of ditched. I'm proud of her, but I think we make too much of it. Who cares? People get married every day. Woo! That's why we're here today. By the way, that whole rant deserved the whistle because it hasn't been one all game. There we go. All game. No, we're playing it's a game, game for me now. Well, sports is back. It's not a show anymore. It's a game. And then, who else do I rail on? <laughs> Who's next? Kanye. We talked about him this week. Oh, did you hear? He has some mental health issues, this guy. Really? Seriously. This is what Con Kim is asking for us to understand. So then, wouldn't that make him unfit to run for president? Just saying. Just saying. No. No, 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 that's politics. I'm not allowed to talk about that stuff, guys. You can talk about it on your show. I can't bring it up. See? So what are you guys going to talk about? What's next? Baseball starts today. The Yankees start today. Amanda, did you get your calendar invite for 7 p.m. today? Amanda? Yes, I did. You did. Location, the couch. <laughs> that means the couch cannot be taken by That's exactly else. why I made an appointment. It is. It's reserved. As of it's right reserved, now. exactly. Does it have Thank a little, God sports is back. Yes. Does it have a little papelito on it already. That's no, that's the, the calendar invite. Oh, okay. Where to uh, location, the couch, meaning I'm there. I'm organizing this meeting. You can watch the game with me if you want, but I'm going to be sprawled out on my couch. Good luck. Find a seat somewhere. Make sure you wear your mask and you socially distance as well. <laughs> what are you going to talk about? I know what I'm talking I know what I've been talking about. We've been having a blast. This is what we needed. Sports is back. Demi's back. Taylor's back. It's normalcy again at its finest. <laughs> Who cares? Please tell me you're not going to applaud Demi getting married. Please, somebody. No. Please. No. 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 I'm no. actually sad. What was, oh, my God. Do you, I missed my chance. Okay. Oh, no, no. Oh, you see why we pivot away from that? Don't make the old man uncomfortable. Hey, All I'm saying. How you doing? How you doing? 
All I'm saying is, like, it's okay for her to be in love. Does it need to be such a big friggin' deal? Because then look what happens to Taylor. Bro. She gets her buns in a little in a little tuffet or whatever you want to call it. He's oh. just mad she can't get anyone to propose to her. That's maybe because she's a bitch. That Bro. might be the reason why. Bro. I'll move away from that. She is. Who does that? Y'all, we leaving right now. We leaving. <laughs> what else are we talking about? School. You guys won't have to come, but I'm sure going to have to come again. Funky butt loving. Did he say funky butt loving? Leave it to me to take the job that puts me in the school during the pandemic. It was super necessary. Yeah. Super necessary indeed. But wait, there's more. There's always more. I can, listen, I'm going to close my eyes and say, oh, wait a minute. There is one more thing to talk about. I don't want to get scared just yet, but I'm going to utter the words, Gonzalo. No. Did you know that they did some cone of death that's like three weeks in advance? Spaghetti models. Bro. Like in the spaghetti models, it shows literally Hurricane Gonzalo going into the French Quarter in New Orleans. <laughs> that's a different storm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's a different oh, they're going to congregate. They're going to meet. You know, like when you meet up with your boys and then you go to the club? The, the, the Tropical, Tropical Depression 9 and Gonzalo are going to hang out for a little bit, and they're going to go do the French Quarter, and they're going to go bar hopping. They're going to do a pub crawl in the French Quarter. They're going to drink through it, and you could see it. on the, Look, the models show it right here in the spaghetti-ness of the models. So there's supposedly something wicked this way come, and his name is Gonzalo. You going to talk about that? You know, the model of teaching is going to be where we're going to be in a classroom. Some kids will be virtual. Some kids will be in school. <laughs> I'm going to be the good company man, except when the first kid walks in and goes, achoo. Then we're going to, then we're going to have a problem. Absolutely. <sighs> Boy. How in the world do you run a radio station where you're supposed to record on microphones and in voiceover booths when there's a pandemic that keeps your kids out of school. Maybe these youth kids can talk about this. I will say this to the youth as they listen. They thought I went crazy. Can they hear me, Frank? Today I had a meeting in which I bragged about them. And the reason I bragged about them is like I always brag about them because while other students are enjoying their summer, and I'm sure... Our youth hosts are as well. They take a little time out of their schedule to bring it to you. They are as real as real can be. They prepare. They entertain five days a week. There's going to be a national story written about this group. Oh, yeah. There already kind of was one, huh? No, I'm talking about... This group, the youth. Ah, got you. Yeah. The group. The group. The group. Because this is this is the it shay that history makes. This is something, this is fun. And if they touch on something that hits the national 
consciousness of some sort. They say something, do something that triggers something. It's the stuff movies are made of. That's interesting. I bragged about them today in a meeting because while other kids, and enjoyably so, I used to do nothing on my summers but scratch my ass. But while others are scratching their ass and enjoying the beach, they take a little time out to make history. Continue making history each and every day. That's why I intro them this way. That's why I'm so proud of them. From the ones that live in my house to the rest of them. Mario, Idania, Alicia, Nicole, Araya. There's more. I'm missing a few. It's all right. You guys know who you are. There, I said it. My students kick a lot more ass than your students. Don't at me. Because if you do, I'm going to take this shirt off and I'm going to fight. I'm off. See ya. The views and opinions expressed on Good Morning Amigo are entirely those of the host, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of Slam Radio.